0: Hello, I'm Kel, founder of How I Cured My Rusting Bitch Face and host of Dear Dumb Bitch. Life gives us all kinds of lessons and I spent most of my life avoiding and ignoring them until I realized The dream life I thought I was living was actually a nightmare. So I returned my Porsche, left sunny South Florida, and moved across the country to restart my life in the rainy city of Seattle. I decided it was time to start paying attention to my life and actually use these lessons as opportunities for personal growth so I could stop having to face my reality and could start creating my reality. I'm oversharing the lessons I've learned from my past and my everyday life experiences with you here on my podcast, Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch that could use some perspective shifts and inspiration. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Dear Dumb Bitch. As always I appreciate you being here and joining me for another episode and if it's your first time then welcome. I am so glad that you are here and joining the party. Okay let's start with some general life updates. So this week has honestly been kind of disorienting for me. I had some major life changes and decided to join a new real estate brokerage which is very exciting and just such an amazing opportunity but also kind of disorienting because it's a major change for me. I was with my previous real estate team for the past four years and last week kind of reached this fork in the road moment and I had so many perspective shifts about real estate over this past week, and it's not like I really changed my mind, it's more so I got like new information that gave me a new perspective and a new way to look at things, and then changed my mind, which is, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to wrap my head around. So in case you don't know, in addition to being the host of this podcast and the founder of How I Cured My Rusting Bitch Face and offering mentorship and programs to support women to help them recover and transform their lives after toxic relationships, I am also a realtor. This past week I was even questioning if I wanted to continue doing real estate like I was thinking maybe these changes were a sign that that chapter is supposed to end and I'm supposed to close that door and then again I kept getting more pieces of information that helped me to see a different perspective and Ultimately, I am choosing to view this as an opportunity to create a new business model for my real estate career and my real estate business. So I got into real estate because of my then abusive, now ex-husband. So back in Florida, my real estate business was dictated by him. And I kind of always viewed it as his business, even though we built it together. Like, it never really felt like mine, and that's because it wasn't. I didn't have a say in it. I was really, like, a slave to it, almost. And if you think I'm being dramatic, I assure you, I am not. So that was that was fun. And then I realized I enjoy real estate, but I am married to an asshole, so moved across the country to restart my life. If you have not heard my story and all the details then go back and listen to episode one and you will know more than you ever knew you needed to know. So when I restarted my real estate business in Washington I was a hot mess and really just navigating a lot of heavy life shit after leaving the toxic circumstances back in Florida and rebuilding my life in every possible way. And I am a totally different person now than I was back then when I was starting my real estate business out here. So I am really excited to have this fresh start in real estate and this opportunity to really just implement a business model that is meaningful for me and that is more of a relationship-based model because connection and community and relationships are values of mine so I am really choosing to not not retire from real estate and use this as an opportunity to integrate my core values and passions and infuse them with my real estate business I used to think that I had to choose between my businesses right like I had to choose am I doing you know personal growth and development and helping support women transform their lives or am I doing real estate but I now believe that not only can they coexist but that they can complement each other so lots of exciting things and exciting new perspectives but I really just feel like my nervous system is still like, oh, whoa, what the fuck just happened and trying to catch up. So I've been giving myself some grace and space to allow that to to happen, which is actually really beautiful, especially for me, because a past version of myself would not have handled this well. Like, (laughs) I am actually really proud of myself for how I am navigating these life changes. This month, I am participating in a program called Wealth Calibration that my business coach is um, hosting, but it's not specific to business right like she is my business coach and I'm in a group business mastermind with her right now, but she also just offers um different programs and resources on improving your life and creating a life that is aligned with who you are and what you want your life to be. So this program, Wealth Calibration, is designed to provide experiences and workshops to help you align your energy with abundance. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, like energetics and abundance, then send me a message because I would love to share some more information with you. So my objective and reason that I wanted to, to participate in this program is, is really to identify how I am blocking myself so I can get out of my own way. Because most of the time, the only limit to receiving everything that we want in life whether it's success or wealth or relationships or really anything right anything that you want the only thing that's limiting you is yourself and most of the time we don't even realize how we are blocking ourselves because it's all happening subconsciously so it's like okay how do you make the changes even if you want to make the changes if you don't know like what changes to make which is why I am doing this program because if you want a different outcome with your life, right? Like if you want your life to change, you have to make changes. Life is not going to change. Life will only change when you change, which is why I am doing this program. So there's different like workshops and different like embodiment experiences to really calibrate your energy with the energy of wealth and abundance. So this week we did a hypnosis breathwork session and holy fuck. So I have been really interested in breathwork lately and I've learned that there are different types of breathwork, right? So there's, you know, Wim Hof and all these different breathwork exercises and they all have different purposes so some of it is designed to improve your mental stamina some of it is designed to just give you a state change some of it is designed to um, enhance your mindfulness and presence and awareness so there's all these different types of breathwork and I just like opened up the most beautiful can of worms I'm diving deep into the rabbit hole because I've really experienced the power of some of the different types of breath work, and I got to experience this new kind yesterday. Yesterday being Friday, today is Saturday. This episode is released on Tuesday, so whenever you're listening, it's kind of irrelevant. Okay, anyway. So hypno-breath work is a method that uses breath work to clear energetic patterns It uses hypnosis to reprogram subconscious beliefs and uh, visualization to fire new neural pathways so that way you can make sustainable behavior change. So it basically uses your breath to transport you to this trance-like state so that way you can access your subconscious programming to heal unprocessed emotions and to change beliefs from the root and then you can take intuitive action to actually create the life that you want so they say that like one session of hypno breath work is equivalent to like two years of traditional psychotherapy and I would 100% have to agree like you basically take a trip directly into your subconscious like it was intense and so profoundly life-changing like honestly afterwards I was like wow that is that was the most beautiful gift I have ever been given and I'm still kind of processing the experience so I don't totally have the words to describe it I don't know if I ever will because it's not so much like your your thoughts it's like just your like energetics and your being and it's it's really hard to explain but basically you use this specific, Um, pattern of breathing which it's not your normal breathing pattern at all in fact it's kind of challenging to sustain breathing that way for such a long period of time like we're talking like 45 minutes and you want to quit but when you want to quit that's when you have to keep going because that's when it gets really good and really juicy so you basically you lay down and you have like an eye mask on at least that's what I did to get me like super comfy and the facilitator, her name is Susie. Um, She's amazing. Uh, She's on Instagram. I'll put her info in the show notes in case you want to check her out. She basically guides you, and there's like binaural beats and different music, and she basically is like your tour guide to your subconscious. And at first, like it takes a minute to kind of like, you're like going on the journey, and then all kinds of crazy shit happens like I don't want to call it like an exorcism because that sounds really like evil and scary and it's not like that at all but weird shit happens right like your body just kind of like starts moving and your hands feel like soo like I just had so much like sensation in my hands and they were kind of doing this weird like not like a claw type of thing but like your body is like it's almost involuntary but not like you could stop and you could resist it but when you go with it and just go there like you basically go deep into your subconscious programming and it was incredible this session was specific to money and mindset around money and limiting beliefs around money and it was so so life-changing like it just really helped me identify some beliefs that I was holding on to that I didn't even realize I was holding on to, right? Like I had no idea because they weren't conscious. They were like all subconscious. So after the experience, I was I was truly like, wow, like it was so intense and so profound. But afterwards, I just trying to like process it and take it all in and then I got to thinking which got me overthinking and then I began to realize how many of my beliefs were borrowed beliefs from other people and past life circumstances and not actually even my own okay hear me out dear dumb bitch your beliefs create the framework for your identity and how you view the world Mm your beliefs affect how you show up to life. You get to decide your beliefs, but most of the time you don't. Okay, let's overthink this. So this concept of borrowed beliefs was introduced to me earlier this week from Sam, my business coach, um, during the wealth calibration workshop. So The theme for this workshop was release and identifying and letting go of beliefs that are not aligned with who you are and what you want your life to be. So we discussed it in the context of money and wealth and abundance, but this concept really applies to every area of your life. What the fuck is a belief anyway, right? And like, where where do they come from? Like we all have beliefs, like where did these beliefs come from? Well, beliefs are just thoughts that you continue to think. They are literally habits of thought. And you can choose your thoughts, which means you can choose your beliefs. You know this, right? Like you get to choose the thoughts you think and you get to decide which thoughts to focus on. But that doesn't happen accidentally, right? Like you have to develop the practice of doing that and make it a habit. And that's how you change beliefs. I'll discuss how to change your mind and update outdated beliefs in a future episode because there's really a step before that and that is getting an awareness of your current beliefs and deciding what you want your new beliefs to be, which is what we are doing today. How exciting. Okay, let's do this. Now, most of the time, our beliefs are decided for us And I really like how Sam referenced them as borrowed beliefs because that's literally what they are, right? Like we did not choose them. They were decided for us and we're essentially borrowing them, whether they came from early childhood or other people or past life circumstances, we're literally just borrowing them and we don't even fucking know that we're borrowing them because so many of our deep rooted beliefs come from early childhood or past life experiences especially past life experiences that are traumatic and these beliefs are so deeply programmed in our subconscious that it can be challenging to be aware of them which is why practices like breath work and even like meditating can be such an amazing tool because it allows you to tap in and access your subconscious programming and this can also be helpful when you are identifying beliefs from traumatic experiences which is what happened to me. I got so much insight during that hypno breathwork session on how my relationship with wealth and money was directly associated with my ex and how i kind of viewed like wealth and having money as being this evil situation because of how my ex um how how his beliefs around money transferred to me and i realized that i was it was like something that i was kind of afraid of and like hiding from because I had that association of like wealth and money with my ex and I like I'm was literally hiding from my own success and didn't even know it and I'm like still processing and like putting all all the details together but man the subconscious is powerful as fuck. I think breath work is like my new favorite thing honestly because I just love discovering deeper levels of myself And if you want more information on breathwork, then send me a message and I'd be happy to share. And if you want to just send me a message, I'm happy to just chat. I love chatting and connecting with people. So there's that option too. Okay, back to borrowed beliefs. Beliefs are important because they are literally the frame through which you view the world. Because you never see the world as it is. You know this, Right. Your mind matches your life experience to what you believe, which is why your beliefs are so fucking important. This is why it's also so fucking important to be aware of your beliefs and to know if they are actually yours or if you are just borrowing them. The good news about borrowing them is you can give them back, right? Like if you're borrowing something, you don't have to keep it. You can give it back. But how do you do that? Well, there are different resources like journaling and meditation and of course like hypno-breath work and breath work, but journaling and meditation might be a little more accessible. But you can use these tools and resources to identify your borrowed beliefs. Okay, let me give you give you a little situation example here to help you understand this. Think of your mind as like a closet and your beliefs as clothing, except you didn't buy most of your wardrobe. It was given to you. Well, it's time to clean out your mental closet. Do those clothes still fit you anymore? And by clothes, I mean beliefs, right? Like we're speaking metaphorically here. Do your beliefs fit the person that you want to be and the life that you want to live? In the workshop this week, Sam said, when you don't know who you are, anything fits. Wow, I'm gonna say that again because that is powerful. When you don't know who you are, anything fits, which means it's extremely important to get clarity on who you are and who you want to be because only you get to do that. Like give yourself permission to decide and live your life. We so often rely on external factors and circumstances and people to make that decision for us and we forget that it's our life, right? Like you get to choose who you want to be, and the life you want to live. So go through that mental closet of beliefs. What beliefs were decided for you or came from other people or life experiences? Do you actually believe them to be true? Do you want to believe they are true or would you rather believe something else for yourself? Remember, the truth is what you believe it is, so you might as well make it something good or at the very least, make sure it's what you actually believe and not just something that was imposed on you that you aren't even aware of. So as I began to go through my mental wardrobe, my mental wardrobe of beliefs that I was wearing, I realized that so many of my beliefs not only came from like other people but specifically from my ex and most of them were limiting as fuck which makes sense right like it was a very toxic and abusive relationship so I was really conditioned to doubt myself and a lot of my uh, previous insecurities were amplified during that relationship. So you got to take inventory as you're going through your mental closet. Now, this is a great journaling exercise because thinking about it is awesome, but it's very powerful to actually write it out and then see it like you're just going to process it at such a deeper level. So I will give you some additional journal prompts at the end, but I would invite you and encourage you to try this out too. So this is what you're gonna do. You're gonna take a piece of paper and you're gonna make two columns. In the first column, you're going to make a list of your borrowed beliefs. Remember from the closet example, right? Like these are the items of clothing, aka beliefs, that are defining your current wardrobe, aka your life, that you did not purchase, right? Like you did not go to the belief store and choose to buy them for yourself. And you can also try to think about where they actually came from and you may be able to identify where they came from and you might not be able to figure out how they ended up in your mental closet in the first place, which is totally fine too. But just, just think about it. Okay, so that's column one. In the next column, you are going to write what you would choose to believe instead. Like, if you could go to that belief store and buy a new belief that feels good and matches your style and who you want to be and the life you want to live, what would they be, right? Like, what beliefs would you buy to create a new wardrobe of beliefs? We're talking about beliefs here in your mental closet this exercise will help you identify which beliefs are borrowed and don't support who you want to be and the life you want to live so that you can lovingly get rid of them right like maybe donate them or shit just throw them out so you have space in your mental wardrobe to hang your new beliefs and that you are deciding to get from that belief store. (laughs) Shit, make lots of space so that way you can go on a shopping spree and get all the new beliefs because you get to choose your beliefs. We forget that because we have this conditioning and most of the time our beliefs are decided for us. But how amazing is it to know that you get to decide your beliefs. Like, you get to choose what you want to believe and how you want to show up in life. That's incredibly empowering. And this process, it's a process, right? So it's not like, oh, this is the belief I want. It's automatically my new life and new way of being. Mm, If only it was that easy. But it is that easy if you have the awareness so this is the the first step and again I will share more strategies on how to actually develop these new beliefs and integrate them into your life on a future episode but all change starts with awareness which was really the purpose of this episode we'll learn how to wear the new beliefs that we purchased from the belief store in the future So let's pause for now and I am going to leave you with some additional journal prompts that you can use to clean out your mental closet. Dear dumb bitch, what beliefs have been decided for you and are they aligned with who you want to be and the life you want to live? What beliefs do you need to support this vision that you have what are your excuses for keeping these old beliefs we did it we made it to the end as always i appreciate you sticking with me and listening If you loved this episode, then it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or two or eight. (laughs) It would also be super awesome if you take a screenshot and share it on social media and make sure you tag me so I can personally thank you. The best way to support me and the podcast is to leave a review because apparently the podcast platforms really care about that and that's how I can share my message with more amazing people like you. I have some additional resources for you in the show notes, including journaling prompts, a five-step guide to get over a toxic ex, a self-love love language quiz, my contact info, and way more. So go check that out too. Okay, I am done being bossy and I am so grateful to be on this journey with you And until next time, I love you bitches so much. Now go love yourself and have the most beautiful day.